Hey guys, I hope that you all have been doing amazing since the last time we connected. I wanted to just kind of share some things that I had been thinking. Um, Today, what kind of came to mind to share is just the importance of creating a routine. And I know this may sound really simple or really basic, but you would be surprised how many people don't have a routine. Um, I have people that are close to me that don't have routines. I have people who reach out and ask for help for things. And if I ask about their day-to-day routine, they don't have one. And so um, routines for me are something that um, if you can integrate it into your lifestyle, they help you both in life and in your career. I recognize that a lot of people just didn't grow up with a routine. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so the hard part is that routines are like habits, right? And so once you get into your adult years, most of your habits are set when you are a child, they're set when you're a teenager, they're set when you go to college. And so trying to, I guess, revamp your routine or your habits um, after, I would say after 20, it gets pretty tough. And so um, what I would recommend as far as a reading um, guide is a book called Atomic Habits. And Atomic Habits is very, very good because it teaches you how to create routines based off of science and psychology. And to me, especially as nurses, right, like we love research. And so it's very important to understand the research behind how your mind works and the science behind why routines work. And so um, I got the book on an audio book and I listened to it and it was amazing. Um, I feel like it helped me to take my life to another level. Um, Now, I will say I'm a very routine person. Um, What made me think to do this podcast is I was talking about it today on my Instagram story, how routines are a big source of how I find my consistency and how I measure my productivity. And so um, as you guys know, I just recently started a new job. I'm about 45 days in um, and it's going well. And we are using a hybrid model where we work we're completely remote and now we're like remote and on campus campus and so um I do live very far from the city of Dallas um and so part of that is that I have a very long commute and one of the reasons why I left my previous job was we didn't have any flexibility with our schedules and it was really throwing off my routine. And so I really think it's important that we know ourselves because for me, having a routine is so important that I will leave a job if 
my routine is thrown off. And so, um, and that's just one of the reasons I have another previous podcast about, you know, why it's important to leave and what you're looking for when you do leave a job. But I can honestly say that I started to feel very sluggish. Um, the drive was about an hour and a half there. Um, and that was if traffic was on a good day, maybe 45 minutes. Um, but on the way home, it was very long. It was a lot of sitting. Um, it wasn't a lot of moving around. Um, although it was admin work and education work, which I absolutely love, um, and it was towards a great purpose, um, there just wasn't flexibility. There wasn't a lot of movement. It was very rigid. And um, I'll be the first to admit I am a very typical millennial. So I need to have freedom. I need to have flexibility. Um, I'm a very hard worker and I work best when I have freedom and, and flexibility. And so um, it just started to get really hard to create a routine around long hours and long traffic. Um, I would work out, but either it was really early in the morning or it was once I got home at like six or seven and I'm already like really tired. Um, but you're, it's a different type of tired. Like it's a tired from sitting all day or like from lack of movement. And so um, it wasn't really good for my health. Um, when I switched to my new role, I knew we were remote. I knew we would have to go back into the office, but it was a lot more flexibility. Again, we have more of a hybrid model where you can go in a couple days and you can work remote a couple days as long as you're available. Um, and so that really allows me to kind of tailor and create a routine that works for me. And so um, today I was at our new campus and I was like finding a new workout place that was near there and finding like my two or three healthy places to eat around there. And so um I thought it would be beneficial to share with you guys why routines are important and how to create a routine. Because, um, like I said, I noticed that uh, one of the first things I did was decide, okay, how can I create a new routine around us having to go back to work? And so, um, a lot of times not having a routine is what's throwing us off. Or if we have a really big change, um, whether it's a new baby, a new job, a new um, car, a new whatever, we move. Um, sometimes we don't realize that life events can cause us to lose momentum or cause our momentum to change. And so um, the quicker we can get adjusted around changes, the better. And so... Um, so the first thing I would say is get to know yourself. Um, if you don't know if you're a morning person or a night person, then it's going to be hard to schedule things around your optimal times. So that would be one of the first things I would ask myself is, am I a morning person or am I a night person? Um, I am a morning person personally, so I would prefer to put the majority of my tedious work when I have the most energy. So we have assistants now, and so my assistant asked me, she's like, when do you want your meetings? And I'm like, oh, crack it on. 
eight o'clock and she's like oh okay so I would rather get up at six o'clock six thirty um you know and whether it's virtually or maybe being at the office around eight but if it's virtual I'd rather take a first meeting at eight o'clock get started and work until about 12 one o'clock probably 12 take a lunch and then do a little bit more until about 3 three thirty. I naturally know that after 3 30 I am not my best so anything that requires my most brain power my most engagement the most of me after 3 30 you ain't getting it like or if you do you're you're getting the leftovers and so um I'm okay with working out at the end of the day because it kind of it ends my day very, very well. I always try to work out in the beginning of the day, but I feel like I could be doing something else, like something more beneficial. And so I don't know what that is, but working out at the end of my day works better. Around three or four, I can go work out and then I need to shut down after seven, but that's because I'm extremely, I'm, I'm, I think I'm an extrovert introvert. So knowing your personality type will help you decide when you need to recharge. So are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? How do you recharge? I have to recharge at the end of the night. So around seven o'clock, I need to wind down. Winding down for me is very routine. It's very come in the house, um, wash the dishes, make dinner, um, turn on some soothing music, take a shower, lay in bed, read, relax. It's nothing heightened. And so um, my friends will laugh at me because I have very extroverted friends and they may want to talk or they want to turn up or they want to do something. And like I'm on two and they're on 10. And so that's because I know myself. Now, I know that I may get a second wind on Thursday or Friday, but for the most part, I have to I have to wind down and I have to have a process of winding down. Um, I also think we take for granted, granted, morning routines and bedtime routines. And so, um, again, for people who are not big routine people, don't try to like routine your whole day out. Just pick a section and stick to that section every single day. So I was recently put on Accutane. Um, which is a skin dermatology medicine, and I was put on it about five months ago, and it requires very strict adherence. Like, you have to take it in the morning, you have to take it at night. And so, for me, um, nighttime was my pain point. I didn't have a good nighttime routine. I would be in the bed by 1030, so that's, that's the most you were getting out of me, is that, and that was from nursing, just because nursing, I worked day shifts, so... You you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock, I was winding down. I would sleep by 10.30. But I didn't have a nighttime routine. Like, 
brush your teeth, wash your face, take your makeup off, um, roll your hair, put your bonnet on. And so I wouldn't put anything on my head before I went to sleep and I would wake up and have to spend all this time doing my hair or I would sleep with my makeup on and have to wash my pillows or I would have like a bad pimple because I slept with my makeup on. And so um, when I got on Accutane, I had to... in in order to get the best results, you have to take it at the same time every day. So I got, I set my alarm clock. And in order for me to remember, I started doing a nighttime routine. So I was like, okay, when I go in the bathroom, I'm going to take my pill, uh, brush my teeth, wash my face, take my makeup off, put my bonnet on. And so it really helped me to build a nighttime routine because I knew I had to take this pill and I put it in the bathroom in the same spot right next to the toothpaste so it was like when I took the pill grab your toothpaste time to brush your teeth wash your face etc and so um one of the things that the book Atomic Habits talks about is it talks about stacking your habits. And so if you're someone who normally doesn't build habits or normally doesn't have a routine, what it recommends is find something you do every day. So if you drink coffee every morning, find that time that you drink coffee add a habit to that, whether it's before your coffee or after your coffee. So for me, I am a habitual vitamin buyer. And I don't know if anybody else has this issue, but I will buy like so many vitamins. Like I'll go to the store and I'll be in GNC and I want like these, the newest vitamins on the market. It's like a super weird thing that I'm into, but I'm always like looking at vitamins and I'll buy vitamins, but I will not take them. And it's very odd. I'll buy hair, skin and nails. And I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna have the longest hair in the next three months but I do not take these vitamins. And so one day my girlfriend came over and she's like, why do you have all these vitamins in your cabinet? And I'm like, because I buy them and I forget to take them. So what I decided to do was put my vitamins right next to the coffee can so that when I make my coffee before I do anything else, like while the coffee is brewing, before I walk away, I just take my vitamin and it works. And I, I did this before I read Atomic Habits, but I realized that this is habit stacking. So I wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face. I make my bed. I come in here and I make my coffee, but my vitamins are right next to my coffee. So while my coffee is brewing, I can sit tight and take a vitamin and it works. I would say five out of seven days, it works. Um, and I'm actually using the vitamins that I need to <laughs> use up and, you know, it's working. So, and I've been doing that for a while. That's probably like a year or two now, but anytime I want to incorporate something new in my schedule, I try to put it next to something that I'm already consistently doing. And once I do that, you know, it's just a matter of, just being consistent and the consistency is so much easier because you're removing the the barrier right like you you don't have to remember it because you already have something that you remember every day so it's like hey I'm gonna make coffee every day might as well take my vitamins so those are like some little life hacks that I've done but um for sure just knowing yourself and 
The second thing is really knowing what this goal is going to do for you, because there are going to be times where you're not going to want to do this habit, whatever it is. You're tired, you're sleepy, it's annoying, you're being lazy, whatever the case is. There were times where I just, I was already in the bed. I didn't want to get out the bed and take my Accutane. And then I was like, oh, put your Accutane in your, I have a drawer on the side of the bed. I was like, put it on the drawer in the side of the bed. But I'm like, no, it's going to mess up my whole nighttime routine. So you have to get up, you have to go in the bathroom. And it sounds so lazy. I hope y'all aren't judging me, but it's tough. I mean, it's just tough creating a new routine out of the blue. And so for me, it was like, okay, you really want clear skin. You have had acne your whole life. And this is the cure for acne. And all you have to do is get up in the morning and at night and take this medication. So Just really keep in mind or keep reminders or however you remind yourself, whether it's post-it notes, whether it's pep talks, remind yourself what the goal of this habit is so that on those days that you don't necessarily feel like it, you can still you can still have something to look forward to. Like this is your reward because sometimes when you're starting to have it, it doesn't feel rewarding. It feels very tedious. Um, So once you get to know yourself, you know, figure out what your goal is, what is, what is going to make this worthwhile for you and keep that in the front of your mind. Um, The next thing I would say is make a plan for your pain points, right? And so this is where we have to be really honest with ourselves. And I think sometimes we just don't want to be honest about why it went wrong. So for me, I noticed that when, when I work out, which is something that I would say took me two years to be consistent with. And before everybody's like, oh my God, two years. It did because I used to work out for like a week or two and then I wouldn't work out for a while for like another month and then another week or two and then I would fall off, right? So that was like the first year. And then the second year I would work out like, at least one day every week, maybe two days every week. And I would fall off for a week or two, but not a month anymore. And so now it's, I would say I've been working out consistently for about five years, but for the last three years, I have been really on top of it. Like, And I had to set a goal. I can't go more than three days without working out. And out of all the goals that I set for myself, that one was like the magic one. Because my pain point was I would work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one week. And then I would take the weekend off. And then I work out like Tuesday, Thursday, the next week. And then I would just fall off and the fall off would be, okay, I'm going to take a break today. And then the next day, okay, I'm going to take two days off. And then day three, for whatever reason, my body would switch and say, oh, we're not working out anymore. And I finally noticed it. I noticed that after three days of working out, I kind of lost the 
desire to work out. And so I had started telling myself like, okay, no matter what you do, don't go three days without working out. Whether you do a small workout, whether you walk for 10 minutes, like whatever you do, don't go more than three days without working out. And that was that was the key. So whenever it's been three days, I will, even if I'm feeling tired, I'll just go outside and take a walk, a 10 minute walk, a 20 minute walk. And then the next day I'll take another walk and then I'll be back full swing into whatever my regimen I'm doing at that time. And so what I noticed is you know, it's kind of like that saying, do something, you know, whatever you do, just don't stop. And I can definitely say it has worked. So now, whether I'm riding on my bike, whether I'm finding a new workout center, whether I'm trying a new class or something online, like no matter what, I do something and I don't go more than three days without working out. So that puts me at at least twice a week at least twice a week is enough for me to say I have a habit. I have a habit of working out. I work out. And so um, that's been my kind of cadence for the last year or so. But prior to that, it was choppy. It was like I'd work out, work out, work out, and then stop for a month or two. And then work out, work out, work out, and then stop. And so um, I also had to stop attaching it to a specific weight loss goal because when I did it for weight loss, I would get very frustrated that I wasn't losing a specific amount of weight or I would be very hard on myself for like eating something that I like wasn't supposed to eat. But if I said I would work out just to feel good, just for mental health, just for endorphins, it kind of changed how I view working out. So now, of course, I'm going to lose weight if you're consistent with it. But that's the byproduct of it. I'm working out so that I can feel good, so that I can let this stress out, so that my body can move. Because I'm in my 30s. And if you're not in your 30s yet, when you get to your 30s, your body needs to move. Like You can't sit in one position and be limber anymore like and be flexible like and it's it's weird because it's like 32 isn't you know old but it your body you need to tell it what to do it needs to be fluid and so um working out is part of your health and so the sooner you can make it a routine whether that's walking whether you know whatever it is um the better it'll be and so you know, knowing your pain points, knowing when do you fall off the wagon? When do you get frustrated? Um, another thing for me was eating out. And so I do enjoy eating out, but I put parameters on eating out now. And so it was like, for me, if it's during the week, I'll cook. But once Thursday, Friday, Saturday hit, I want to go out, I want to hang out, I want to have a drink, I want to order food. And so what I had to do was like put myself on a restriction. So either it was a money restriction or it was like when you go out, you can't spend more than $20. Because if you're just going out casually, $20 is a nice burger and fries, it's a salad, it's, it's enough where you can socially enjoy the atmosphere without having to spend a whole lot of money. So either I will put myself on a money restriction 
Or I would say, hey, if you're going out in the middle of the day to meet with somebody or to hang out, have a salad. Like it's not the end of the world if you just eat a salad. Like you don't always need to have this robust meal. Now, this is what I'm telling myself. This is not my advice to you guys. Do what works for you. So back to kind of our rule number one, you got to figure yourself out. If you eat well at home, then going out to eat may be your time to indulge a little bit. I eat well at home, so it is okay if I go out and just have a salad. But because of that, I look for places that have nice salads. And so um, the point is, if you really want to make your habits in your routines, part of your lifestyle, they have to work with you. Like they can't be, they can't be things that are so far fetched from what you would normally do. Right. So completely cutting out, eating out, I realized is not feasible for me because I'm a very social person. That's how I engage with my friends. I don't have family where I'm at. So yes, I talk to my family often, but socially going and seeing my friends that is what we do and for a lot of them you know they can come to the house or we can go for walks or we can do workout classes together but primarily going out to eat is social for me so because it wasn't about the food it was okay for me to cut my budget back or to just say hey just get a salad or just get an appetizer just grab a drink like go out but you don't always have to indulge in everything that's there and it took discipline for sure um but i you know got my friends involved like okay well i'm coming i'm just going to have like a salad though and they'd say okay and again we started picking places that had bomb caesar salads and vegan places that had nice salads so um Definitely surround yourself with people who practice your same routines. So that would be, I guess we're on advice number four. You ha- That is crucial. If you don't surround yourself with people who have similar routines and similar habits, you're going to be fighting against the grain. And so what I've learned is... This was more so with saving money, but if I wanted to save money, I can't go out with my friends who spend frivolously, right? And that's cool. That's their business. But if you are doing that, either you're always going to be the friend that's like... um trying to save money and cut, you know, and, and sometimes that gets annoying. I'm gonna just be honest. Um, I don't want to be that person. I've been around that person before I support them, but it just don't match the mood. You might want to go out and spend some money and you want to enjoy it with your friends and they don't want to spend. And so every now and then, of course, that's fine. But If you want to consistently make this a habit, that may not be a friend that you can that you can keep very close to you right now. And I think sometimes we're very scared to change our circles and I notice it and I see it amongst people. And we have like this diehard loyalty to people who either started with us or they helped us along the way. And I'm never saying um, stop talking to those people or by any means don't get rid of those people. But anyone who knows me in real life, I don't play about my boundaries. Like, especially coming from a dysfunctional family, um, 
in order to protect your peace, you have to have hardcore boundaries. So for me, I'm like, hey, unk, I love you, but stay over there. Or like, hey, cuz we cool. No, you can't use my car though. So th- having that growing up, that helped me to have firm boundaries with my friends, right? So it's like, yes, I love you, but I can't spend the day with you if we're going to waste a lot of time, right? And so if I have stuff to do that day, not like a chill Saturday or Sunday, but if I legit have stuff to do and someone asks me to do something, I'm so routine. I have to, I have to finish the stuff that I have to do first. Like I hate not being able to get stuff done that I need done. So it's very hard for me to be around people for too long that have very different habits than me because I'm I'm so routine. So it'll work for a day, it'll work for a weekend, you know, if somebody's in town or for a week if someone's visiting, but if it if it extends too long, like if I have a day-to-day friend that we just don't operate the same way, I I kind of have to put up a boundary. And I know that for most of us Boundaries are hard, right? Think of your sister, think of your cousin, think of your mom, think of that person that like you're you're on track and this person throws you off. You're allowing this person to throw you off. Um whether that's friends, like sometimes I do have to tell my friends like, hey, no, I'm not spending no money this week. Or I have to say, like, hey, you know, I need to buckle down and do this. Um all of that is part of your habits, is part of your routine. Um, I told a friend before recently, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to, I can go out and stay until this time, but I won't be able to stay until this time I need to get home. And it's like, oh no, come out, you should stay out. And it's like, no, but I need to get home. And so I think sometimes speaking up for ourselves is very hard because you're telling people no, you're telling people you're prioritizing yourself you are doing something that's kind of uncomfortable and so it is it's tough you know like I said I left a whole job because my body my routine felt thrown off and as much as I tried to create a routine around where it was at it just no longer worked and so it may be like that with friends. It may be like that with family. And it, and it's tough, you know, have conversations with people. Tell them what your goal is. Tell them that you want them to support you. Um, but if you get people in your life that's consistently challenging your growth, you got to let them go. You got to kind of put them in an outside circle. They can't be in your close circle anymore. And um, like I said, I'm I'm very rigid about boundaries just because I realized early on that if I was going to be successful, there was certain things that I couldn't do. And it sounds very, I don't know how it sounds, but it sounds probably harsh. Um, but I was definitely that person that if if it jeopardized, and I'll probably use college for an example, if it jeopardized me in a nursing program, it just had to go. I mean, it just had to go because I knew for me, nursing was my way out of 
the situations that I was in, the the places that I was at. And so for me, it was like, if I want to get out, nursing is my way out. So I have to stay focused. I have to build habits. I can't go to parties. And I tell this story to young girls who want to be nurses. I didn't party for four years. That is a very big sacrifice. Like I went out and I definitely did like the big stuff like homecomings and birthday parties. But like I didn't party in college until after nursing school. After nursing school, I got an apartment with my sorority sister slash best friend and everyone was still in school and I had graduated and I was now a nurse. And that's when I did my partying. Like my first year as a nurse, I kicked it. And, (laughs) and it was, it was very like, cool. I I put in the work and it's very well deserved now. Um, But that sacrifice and turning down parties and turning down, I don't even think as a Delta, I don't even think I participated in any of my stroll competitions. Now that I kind of regret. I probably was being a little bit too hard (laughs) on myself, but um, I don't even think I participated in like any stroll competitions or anything because we were always practicing really late and we were, you know, it was cutting into my study time. And so I was the president of Delta and I would do all the business stuff during the day, like our paperwork and, you know, all of the chapter stuff. But when it came to like the extracurricular stuff, like the parties and stuff, I didn't do it. I didn't do it until after I graduated and then I could have fun or I felt comfortable having fun. Um, But do do what's comfortable for you. Um, Again, the whole goal, and I'm going to keep this really short and sweet because I'm winding down my day and um, it's like 9.50. But um, keeping it very short and sweet, just make sure you know yourself, you know, figure out what your pain points are. Figure out, you know, keep the the goal in mind. How is building this habit going to help you so that, you know, when you kind of get frustrated or lazy or tired, you can kind of keep that in the forefront of your mind and then, you know, make a plan for your pain points and and don't be afraid to fail. Like when I first started when you first start anything, you're going to fail. You're not going to, it's not going to be a hundred percent. Right. And so for me, like eating healthy was a really big deal to me. Now I naturally eat healthy. It took years. It took, it probably took as long as it took to be consistent working out. It took about three years and I still eat some Popeye's. I'm still going enjoy myself but it is it's 10 times easier for me to have a good meal at the end of the day or the next day versus when I would eat bad before I would eat bad for like a week or two and feel like crap now it's like okay you had Popeye's it was good but you feel sluggish you you got a big pimple on your face because Popeye's make me have a big old pimple so you don't even enjoy it the way you do anymore go eat you a salad and juice and call it a day. And so it's easier for you to bounce back when you acknowledge your pain points. And so one of my pain points was 
when I worked on the floor a couple years ago, I would be so tired. Like I would be extremely tired when I got home. And that's when I knew like I was really getting burnt out. I really needed to transition. It was like seven years and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired. Just it's a lot. And I started ordering meal preps and I still order meal preps and I, I'm remote. I can cook. I can do whatever. But like this week, this is a busy week. Um, we're going back to the office. I'm trying to build a new workout routine around this, my travel time now. So guess what? I called my girl and I was like, hey, I need to order five meals and I'm going to take this to lunch with me and it'll get me through my lunch at one o'clock. And then when I work out at four o'clock, I can have a meal prep. And that way, when I get home around six or seven, I can have a light snack or a light meal and wind down. So I know that cooking is going to be my pain point during this transition of going back to the office. So I'm going to order meal preps. You can meal prep at the beginning of the week or whatever, whatever works for you. Um, I think I'll probably just close with sometimes we have a lot of shame around not being perfect the first time right? So not eating real the first time. You feel shame around eating a bad meal or working out and then not working out. And then you go back to work out and you just feel kind of shame. Like, man, I could have been, you know, whatever it is that we're telling ourselves. But in order to build good habits and good routines and get to wherever you're trying to go, whether it's a weight loss goal, whether it's a financial goal, whether it's a business goal, you know, whatever it is that you have to do, give yourself grace when you do it. Like laugh at yourself. Like, oh my God. Like one time I went all the way to the gym and I had a weight workout that was given to me by my old trainer. I went all the way to the gym and I saw all these people working out and they were just like these big buff dudes. And it was like so intimidating. Like I had to squeeze, I'm only five two and I had to squeeze through these people to try to pick some dumbbells up. And I was holding my phone, trying to figure out how to do the exercise. And I ended up putting that stuff down and I just left. And I had drove all the way to the gym for like 10 minutes and I went back home and you do, you just, you know, you feel, you feel whatever. But what I've learned is that if you don't embrace those moments, you can't get past them. So now that I know like, Hey, I'm a little embarrassed to lift weights at the gym with everybody else. That's good. That's good information to know. Now I can create a plan around that. Should I go at a different time when it's less busy? Should I choose a gym that has a private women's room in the in the women's locker area? Should I do weights at the house and just get a barbell and a dumbbell? Like, should I just boss up and get past it? Should I ask a friend to come with me? Like, Sometimes we're just embarrassed to have pain points and struggle points when we're making a change, but really that's giving us information about ourselves. And so if we embrace it, we can figure out a plan to get past it and say, wow, this really bothers me. Like, I really can't stop eating Popeye's. Do I need to go another way home so I don't see the Popeye's? Or do I need to call the bank and tell them to decline all the Popeye's that I order? What needs to happen? And so, you know, I think sometimes we're scared of 
of what we'll learn about ourselves when we do try something different. We're scared to to fail and, you know, but you just got to keep getting started. Keep getting started. And, you know, I'll leave on this note. My favorite quote is, it's okay to fail and it's okay to restart. This time you're starting with the new knowledge that you had before. So you're not starting from the beginning each time you start. You're starting with the knowledge that you had before and you just build on that. It's it only it only doesn't work if you decide it doesn't work. So I hope that helps. Um, I guarantee you building routines into your life at the very minimum, you will feel better. Like routines give your mind something to expect. They are small to do tasks that you can mentally check off and automatically feel more productive. If you know that you're going to wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face, make your bed, make your coffee, you have already knocked down like five things, you know, like you are already so productive. And if you're not one of those people who measure productivity or to-dos, just knowing that you have an automatic way to feel good. Like, I know I'm going to feel good and my day is going to be made because I'm making these small steps every single day. When I look up, I'm like, wow, I didn't think I did much, but I feel really good. I worked out. I took care of myself, you know, So I hope this helps you guys Um, get the book Atomic Habits. It is an excellent book um, and I think it will be beneficial to whatever it is you're trying to do in life, whatever routines or habits you're trying to build. Um, Just know habits are the key to success. They really are. So thank you guys. As always, follow me on Instagram at Black Girl Blue Scrubs. It is so much content, so much information I've been putting out. I want you guys to get all of these gems. Um, if you ever have a question, feedback, anything like that, you can email me at info at blackgirlbluescrubs.com. I'm always available or you can slide into my DMs and ask whatever questions you have. Um, But I hope this continues to help you guys and I will continue to share with you guys as things come up and come on my mind. Have a good evening. Bye.